celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. And let us not forget your dream team. Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Dog trainer Alan Cable. Dog father Joey Villani. And animal communicator Joy Turner. 1-866-405-8405. It's toll free. This is, uh, is this show really 666? I know. Wow, this is our 666th show. The, uh, what's well, going to well, happen to this six. number of the beast, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> That's appropriate, isn't it? <laughs> Listen, that was one of my favorite songs growing up, um, Iron Maiden. So oh, Iron Maiden. I'll tell you, we were That's both right. rockers, weren't we? Ooh. Yes, we were. How about a little sanity? Stacy? what are you working on? You know, it's always tough when you're flying and you're squished next to somebody that, you know, you just can't move or they won't shut up. How would you like to be on a helicopter and sitting next to a deer? Well, somebody's doing that. They're they're loading deer onto helicopters and flying them around Maui. I'll tell you why. Coming up on Animal Radio News. Why not? The, the new deer sightseeing tour or something like that. <laughs> that might be better than some of the people I flew next to. Yeah, might be an improvement exactly, Joey. Oh, listen up, Joey. What do you got coming up today? I'm going to tell you how to get rid of your stinky bird. Okay, so if your bird stinks, I'll tell you. By the way, if you haven't seen Joey's bird, and I'm talking about his cockatoo. It's, it is a cockatoo, right? It's it's a cockatoo. Okay, it's over at the uh, Facebook page. He's jamming out, probably to some Iron Maiden. No, yeah, maybe, maybe Iron Maiden. I thought when you said get rid of your bird, I thought you were talking about taking a contract out. <laughs> oh, yeah, if so, the money's right, we can arrange that, too. I'm so if glad. you come to me sooner, <laughs> your bird wouldn't be alive this very day. And Ladybug's looking up at us like we're all crazy here. Yeah, she knows we're all crazy. It's so nice to be able to take our pets to work. They actually say that it reduces stress. Where, where is that study that I just found? Yeah. That's a bunch of crap, and I'm going to tell you why. Why? Because I used to bring my dogs to the school when, we, when, when, when I had the Nash Academy, and my dogs were the most unruly and would bark and want to get out, and, 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 and my stress level would go up by 100 times because my dogs were so unruly in the, in, in the crate. They, they knew they only the place so it wasn't yeah it didn't bring the stress level down at all okay so the boss shouldn't bring the dog to work check this study out they did this over 17 years and they uh they sampled saliva of employees that uh took their dogs or cats to work and they found that the cortisol levels which is a hormone that indicates stress level was reduced in those that brought their animals to work Hmm. Yeah, well, well, yeah, you're, you're I always. Think, I think if I would have spit, it would have burned a hole in the floor. That's how much acid was was in me. Judy's tapping me. She's going, "Give out the frolic cat bundle. Give out the frolic cat bundle." Enough already. Okay, I'll do it. Let's do it. Let's do it now. The frolic cat bundle includes the Bolt, which is an interactive laser toy that provides hours of fun for not only your feline but for you. <laughs> what can I say? I'm interested with this. Give me a laser. I'm I can for entertain you. Yes, I know. <laughs> the bundle also includes the Frolly Cat Twitch, which automatically bounces and swings a little enticing teaser toy. You like that too? I do you? like that too. It's great. I'm telling you, if you have a cat and you want one of these, also the bundle includes the Frolly Cat Dart, which is an automatic rotating laser light that provides hours, more hours of fun. I'm telling you, this is a whole day for me <laughs> with the Frolly Cat Bundle. 
Well, I gotta say, you know, let's talk about what it does for the kitties. This is environmental enrichment. This is keeping their days full. It is. And you gotta do that. They're just like dogs. If you don't keep them busy, they're gonna get into trouble. Yes, we have one of those. Counter surfing, doing all that Mm -hmm. stuff. So here's the Frolic Cat bundle for you. 1-866-405-8405. If you're not lucky enough to get through to pick up this Frolic Cat bundle, head on over to www.frolicat. That's F-R-O-L-I-C-A-T dot com. Hey, everybody. This is Brett Michaels. And I just want to say you right now want to take weight. Give me the line again. My brain stiff. Uh, Brett Michaels. And- I just had one of my brain hemorrhage brain farts. Oh, Go don't ahead. do that. Say don't that do that. I don't want to be responsible for that. Trust me, it's me. Go okay. ahead. Animal radio. Brett Michaels animal radio. You've got it. I knew the animal radio. Like, okay, here we go. Hey, this is Brett Michaels. You're listening to animal radio. And take care of your pets. They will rock your world. You're listening to animal radio. You can learn more at animalradio.com. Log on. Learn more. Celebrating our connection with our pets, this is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. And welcome, my friend. Judy is screening your calls. Toll free at 1-866-405-8405. For Animal Communicator Joey Turner, Dog Father Joey Villani, Dog Trainer Alan Cable, or Dr. Debbie. And in just a few weeks, we're going to get out of the studio. They're going to let us out of the studio to go to Las Vegas. Woo-hoo. Very excited about this. We will have our new pet product special live from Super Zoo in Mandalay Bay. Uh, join us for that. It's always fun. It is. And it's we always, always fun. But what yeah. I like about it is we have giveaways. Everything we're talking about, we have giveaways. So listeners, you'll be listening up. You'll be loaded down with all kinds of good stuff, usually before they're even in the stores. It's very exciting. On the big show today, really, Judy? No celebs. Okay, no, no celebs. Ce- it is show six sixty six. I'll tell you that right now. I have a, I have a, I have a good feeling about that. Actually, I couldn't get any celebs to come on six sixty six. They didn't want to come on show uh-huh. six sixty six. No, I understand that completely. However, we will be talking to the uh, new lawyers that have uh, assembled around Lennox's Law, which is, uh, is is that the name of their firm, Lennox's Law? No, that's the name of the dog that was put down because it had an appearance similar to a pit bull. Yeah. Okay. Oh man. Oh, was that the dog in in, in England? Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah that so was. A that, 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 that's a bunch of crap. Let me tell you. Yeah. yeah that's really so. Is. That's so sad. That is so sad. Yeah. Okay. That's on the way here. Also, we'll be talking to Pacific Pets Transports. What's that, Judy? They transport animals all over the nation, all over the world. Anything from hippos and giraffes to dogs and cats and snakes and. Hmm. How exciting. That is Very awesome, man. Now my mother-in-law has a way to go. I'm saying. <laughs> uh, listen, if you have a stinky bird, I understand Joey's going to help you with your stinky bird today. Is that correct? P-U, yes. I'm going to take care of it for you. <laughs> nice and easy, too. Personally. <laughs> Stacy, what are you recommending? Personally. Have you ever eaten something and you bite into it and then somebody says, oh, that isn't exactly what you thought it was? Like, I don't know, maybe Uh-oh. you ate a worm or something one time or who knows what you may have eaten, but... Some prisoners, whew, they really got it. They were given pet food and didn't know it. In America? <laughs> oh. Yeah, right here in America. Yeah, you'd be surprised what happens here in America in our prison system. Anyway, at least it didn't happen in the shower. I'll tell you more about it coming up on Animal Radio News. Let's hit the phones. Save us. <laughs> Hi, Susan. Welcome to the show. Hi. Thank you for taking my call. Where are you calling from today? 
Uh, Monrovia, California. Beautiful Los Angeles. Is it hot today? No, it's wonderful weather. It's a nice break. It's just the right time of year, I'll tell you. Listen, I understand you have something going on with your animal, dog, cat, parrot, uh, oh, dog. I have a dog. Okay. What's going on? <laughs> you know what? I'll tell you right now. It's show 666 for us, so and nothing's coming right out of my mouth today. So. It's, you're a little possessed here I'm now. a little possessed. <laughs> What's going on with your dog? Okay. Well, she's a, um, a nine-year-old, um, about 80-pound Rhodesian Ridgeback mix, wow. and she had eaten about 20 green bell tomatoes and Ooh. resulting in seizures. Oh, my. Tomatoes can and, cause seizures? I did not know that. Yes. Now, so um, it, where is she at now? Is she in a, a veterinary clinic? No, it happened end of July. We noticed her first seizure. And so, and then we noticed another one. We ended up taking her to the emergency um, clinic at night. And mm-hmm. uh, they said it was probably that. It's from Solanine, which is in the green tomatoes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Brought her back home, went to see the doctor, She's on phenobarbital right now, and then it wasn't quite controlling all of them, so she was placed on Valium. Okay. Yeah. Now, I'd have to say, without having re-ingestions, now, I, I'll back up here, solanine and, and the, the concern with uh, green tomatoes, um, raw potatoes even, and all the greens that are involved with the tomato plant and the potato plant contain toxins that can cause all sorts of things. Um, sometimes it'll cause vomiting, diarrhea. Sometimes it'll be a matter of causing really severe depression, heart arrhythmias. Some cases, it'll cause kidney failure or seizures. So it has different effects. Um, um, it, it would be a bit unusual to have a sustained, ongoing seizure problem as a result of this toxicity back in July. If she were re-ingesting and having the opportunity to get into more, um, I might be able to make a case that that's in some way related to things at this point. So I'm not sure. Um, I would say it would be unlikely that that's still going on from there. Is the phenobarbital seeming to control things, or you're just touching it up with the Valium to help out? Yeah, the just like you said, the Valium to help out. They're not okay. grand mal seizures. Um, they're kind of um, milder ones as she gets okay. weak and uh, drooling. And is she having a possible re-exposure? Is she getting into these things again? Oh, no, not at all. We've uh, definitely closed off that area. I didn't even know about this problem with green tomatoes. So mm-hmm. um, actually, I had given her some because I thought she liked them. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so I feel terrible about that. But, you know, I read somewhere that they're fat-soluble this toxin, not water-soluble. So that's why I thought, oh, it's going to take longer for it to get out of the body. Yeah, and I have never heard of a pet having this delayed of a a seizure-type response with that. So, no, I I can't say that that's very likely. Now, there are some other good anticonvulsants we can add in. And the the tough thing with Valium is it's just so short-term. It doesn't really give us preventative uh, seizure protection. So if phenobarbital isn't doing it well enough, a lot of times there's other ones like uh, potassium bromide that we can add in as a secondary anti-seizure medicine to help get better control. And that might be something to, to look at for your kid to see if that kind of helps control it. Because even if a seizure isn't a grand mal seizure where they're falling over and drooling and losing control of their bodily functions, it's still not good. So we would want to try our best to try to help um, control that a bit more thoroughly. I, I might see about looking into that. You know, and definitely, you know, like I said, uh, making sure there's nothing else that she's getting into as far as any other toxins or any problems with that. Right. Okay. Well, thank you very much. He's one of those dogs that, you know, eats everything. (laughs) (laughs) One of those dogs? Most dogs. 
Well, you know, Ridgebacks are. They're very inquisitive. And I'll tell you, with my Labradors, anything goes when it comes to them. If it has the, the inkling of a, an odor of food that's been sitting next to it, um, oh. that product is going to be eaten. So, yeah. Well, my right. best wishes to you, Susan. And I, I hope you get some control of those seizures. But uh, polypharmacy is what we call when we add in these secondary um, seizure medications. So um, I, I would definitely advocate that. Thanks for your call, Susan. Now, this is for only green tomatoes, because I know taco night is the big night for Ladybug the Studio Stunt Dog. She loves to eat the tomatoes, and we, we free feed her tomatoes. Is that okay? On, is that okay? Yes, and, and that's the thing. With the with this type of toxicity, green tomatoes, unripe tomatoes, contain the toxins. As the tomato ripens, it, it decreases, so um, the fully ripe red you know, tomatoes are perfectly fine. That's not any concern. However, the plants could be still a problem for um, mm. a dog if they got into that and chewed on that. And what about potatoes? Potatoes can actually do the same thing. So the potato plants and um, raw potatoes. So if a dog ate enough raw potatoes, we could run into that. And it has to do with the eyes and the little growth that come, you know, off the, the potatoes. Good to know. I shouldn't be free feeding any of this stuff anyway, right? But she just has those puppy. I know what they mean by puppy eyes. She looks up at me, Dad. A little bit of taco, please. <laughs> this portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Veterison. One-step wound and skin care products for hot spots, cuts, scratches, and even rashes. We have some in the studio and in all our first aid kits you should, too. It's non-toxic. It's safe for puppies and kittens. And if you want to get more information, head on over to V-E-T-E-R-I-C-Y-N.com. That's Veterison.com. And in fact, Judy tells me we have five bottles to give away. Let's do it right now. What do you say? I'm saying one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. If you're lucky enough to get through, we'll fry you up to a bottle. If not, go get yourself one. You gotta have it. It's good stuff. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at animalradio.com. Log on. Learn more. Vetricin, a one-stop wound and skin care product that will not harm healthy tissue. Vetricin is great for hot spots, cuts, scratches, and even rashes. Vetricin is non-toxic and is safe for puppies and kittens. This safe, easy-to-apply product makes caring for your pet's wounds or irritations easy. Be sure to have some on hand at all times. Great for the dog park and traveling. Visit Vetricin's Facebook page to see how you can win free product. For more information, go to Vetricin.com. That's V-E-T-E-R-I-C-Y-N.com. Musicians, now through Monday, save big at Guitar Center's Labor Day Savings Event. Deals 60, 70, over 80% off retail. Massive savings throughout the store. Like Ibanez Acoustics or Epiphone Electrics. Your choice, 89 bucks. Clip-on tuners or 10 pairs of drumsticks, just 9 bucks. Tascam handheld recorders, 49 bucks. Plus additional markdowns on hundreds of items. From floor models to open box, ding and dents to closeouts. It's all price to move. Guitar Center's Labor Day Weekend Savings Event, now through Monday. Don't miss it. This is a referral service. Calls will be routed to an independent referral insurance agency. Do you know the number one cause of bankruptcy? No, it's not losing your job or running up credit card debt. It's not even divorce. It's medical costs. If you and your family don't have health insurance, just one serious illness or accident could be financially devastating. But now there's good news, really good news. A health insurance hotline has been established to provide health insurance for all Americans, even uninsured Americans with pre-existing conditions. Now anyone can get health insurance even if you have a pre-existing medical condition. I repeat, now anyone can get health insurance coverage. Call now for a free no-obligation quote on affordable health plans available to you. Again, this is a free hotline for 
anyone, even if you have pre-existing conditions. Protect you and your family from sudden unexpected medical costs. Call the free health insurance hotline right now at 1-800-838-5562. That's 1-800-838-5562. Call 1-800-838-5562. Hi, this is Elaine Boozer on Animal Radio. Stay new to your pets and some of your exes. <laughs> Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals are people too. A woman says her two-year-old golden retriever saved her life by giving her a doggy version of the Heimlich Maneuver. 45-year-old Debbie Parkers was home with her two dogs when she suddenly choked on a chunk of apple she was eating. She unsuccessfully tried performing the Heimlich on herself, but the apple was still firmly stuck in her windpipe. She tried beating her chest, and before she knew it, Toby, her golden retriever, jumped up, putting his front feet on her shoulders, and knocked her to the ground. Toby then began jumping up and down on her chest until the apple came out. A friend arrived and drove Debbie to the hospital. She says she still has some bruise marks from Toby's doggy Heimlich, but she'll be okay. While some skeptics doubt Toby knew what he was doing, and others think that maybe Toby just wanted a piece of apple, Debbie believes the golden retriever she and her husband rescued from a dumpster knew exactly what he was doing. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal Radio. Animal Radio. Celebrating our connection with our pets. Toll free 1 866 405 8405. I see that there is no celebrity for the season of Stars, Judy. What's up? It's been eight months, and this is the first day well, without a slip. In order to Slacking. have a season, there has to be a break, <laughs> or else it would just be all year long. So I get it. Got to take a break. I get it. Uh, we do have some email. Actually, we got email and Facebook posts. You can uh, go over and like us over at Facebook at Animal Radio. And we have a question on Facebook for Alan. And I'm going to pass it on to you, Alan, here. I'll read it, too. I have an American Pit Bull Terrier. This is Kyra. No, this is Ashley. Ashley writes, I have an American Pit Bull Terrier. (laughs) What's her name? What what does she have? (laughs) Yeah, who? (laughs) Just shy of three years old, and she has extreme car anxiety. That is uh, the Pit Bull Terrier, not Ashley. Uh, She loves to go out, but when she gets in the car, she starts panting, drooling, and pacing. She can't get comfortable. She goes on long trips. She needs to be given medicines like clonidine. Clonidine? Is that how you say that? Still won't relax her. She's also tried the Thunder shirt, which helps a little, but she still has high anxiety. What can we do to help her? Alan. you gotta got to get a deer to sit next to her. That's the first thing. <laughs> you know, that's a common problem, and it happens a lot. I'm going to write Ashley a detailed explanation. But in general, dogs make associations. So if something bad happens to a dog when they're in a certain circumstance or instance, they associate that with uh, unpleasant things. So you have to change the association from something unpleasant to pleasant. And the best way to start is to take the dog in the car when you're not going anywhere and just sit there mellow, don't talk, give the dog treats. And when the dog lays down and is very mellow, you reward the dog by petting the dog, saying, good dog, good dog, give him a treat. You know, just like you do with Joey, you know, when Joey goes on a long car trip. So just the same thing, huh? 
Yeah. Wait a yeah. minute. So when the dog, oh, I got to, I got to, I got to elaborate on this. So when the yes. when you take yes. the dog in the car, is the car running? Are you driving, or are you just in the driveway sitting there? No, you take it in steps. You know, first thing you do is you just sit in the driveway with the dog, and you do it for a couple of weeks till you notice the dog is calm and looks at the car as, hey, this is cool. I'm getting rewards. I'm getting pet. Then you start it up and sit there with the dog. You don't go anywhere. And as soon as the dog is mellow and associating the car with a good thing, you take the dog to a fun place. The first place you should go is someplace fun. Okay. Because then the dog starts to associate the car with good. So you take the dog to the dog park or for a walk or to play in the park, anywhere good. Good. And you do that for about two, three weeks. And over time, with patience and persistence and you being calm, your dog will start to associate the car with great stuff instead of being afraid. That's how you do it. You know, you're right, because my wife did that, that with me. We used to sit in a driveway, and then she would take me somewhere to eat, and then we would go to Neiman Marcus. And then I realized, okay, now, you know what, I'm, I'm screwed now, but we were already there. <laughs> Okay, so the trick is feed them first before you take them shopping. Okay, I got yes, it. That's yes, it. That, that's, it. yes, that's absolutely. It. Remember, there are several ways to get your questions to us. You can call us at one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five, or you can head on over to our Facebook page at Animal Radio, and you should head over there anyway and like us. We're giving away lots of great stuff. That's at Animal Radio, or tweet us your questions at Animal Radio, or even through the uh, iPhone and Android app for Animal Radio. You should download that puppy so you can listen to the show and ask your questions at the same time. Uh, this time we go to the phones at one 405 8405 We have Pam for Dr. Debbie. Hi, Pam. How are you? I'm okay. What's going on? Okay. I rescued this kitten about, oh, it's been almost a year. I, I haven't had her spaded yet. She, I don't know if she's coming in heat or what, but she cries, I mean, like maybe once or twice out of the month, she'll like this crying sound. Okay. And what what is she doing when she's crying? Is she trying to track you down, trying to come closer to you? Is she back no, doors? She's, uh, she, okay, I have four other cats, but they're all faded. They've been faded since they were real little. Mm-hmm. And um, she'll go up to them and lay down or try to r- rub up against them. And, <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, just do all, you know, kinds of things. They love her, but uh, she just, I mean, I don't know if she's trying to come in heat. I don't know if she's hurting. She's, okay. she's like tall and skinny. Okay, I'll tell you what, Pam. The simple truth, it sounds like your cat is just horning. <laughs> it, it really does. Um, so well, kitties, like, kitties will... Night, I brought a kitten from downstairs that hadn't been fixed up here. Well, he's Why? Are you kitten. looking for trouble here? No, I'm not, but I wanted to find out <laughs> if she was really in heat. And she, got, she slapped him. She got mad at him. She hissed at him. Her hair stood up. That's love. <laughs> so, I, <laughs> so I, you know, I told my manager, just take him away because she was getting really violent. 
Yeah, well, I'll tell you what, for kittens or for cats, they can go into heat generally about six months. But, you know, I've seen some female cats go into heat as early as four or five months of age. But when they do go into heat, it, it's pretty obnoxious. Um, they'll definitely kind of meow, carry on. Um, a lot of times they'll take their backside and stick it towards uh, their favorite loved one, whether it's either a, a person or another animal. Um, and they'll stick their tail up really high, do a lot of rolling behavior. Now, and they'll, they'll go in and out of heat. And that's the crazy thing with cats is that it just doesn't stop. Like a dog will go into heat twice a year generally. And you're done and over with it. With cats, you can count on this fun pretty much year round because they'll go into heat for a couple days and then they'll go out for a couple weeks and then it'll come back. So, um, so yeah. (laughs) Exactly. I'd say, Get that taken care of. and But my goodness, you, you tempt fate getting that boy around there. And, you know, the way that cats mate, when they're mating, they actually turn around and, and they fight. So, you know, there's a little bit of love there, but there's also a little bit of hate. Oh, <laughs> so. okay. Okay, because it was like, let me see how she acts with this one that hasn't been fixed. And uh, because my male cats, you know, they've been fixed since they was a kitten. And then, uh, and they're like nine years old, and my female's nine. But I rescued her out of the alley. Her mama just dropped her, and I've had her ever since. And they just took to her. Matter of fact, they made them lazy things get up and play. (laughs) 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 She made them play with her, but I just didn't know. I kept thinking, man, she just keeps. My daughter said, Mama, she's coming in heat too much if that's what she's doing. Yeah, you got to get it done. And not only for the, uh, for the, for her to go out of heat, but there's a lot of health issues. I know. A lot of, she can avoid. What kind of cancers can she avoid, doctor? Well, the big thing in, in females it would be avoiding mammary cancer. That's the big one. So if we take away that um, that estrogen production, then we can decrease the, the risk of breast cancer. But there's also the other, you know, pyometra, the uterine infection. And, you know, just that desire for her to slip, sleep or sneak out that door um, <laughs> when she's feeling especially amorous. So, uh, yeah. And, and, you know, you, you ask something, you know, is she in pain? We don't know. Um, it's certainly possible that cats could be having cramps. We don't know. So, um, you know, I guess you'd make the argument, heck, most women hate their periods. So, you know, why not <laughs> spare her that heartache there? So. Very good. Thanks for your call today. We appreciate it, Pam. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Pets Day. They give your four-legged friends the four-star treatment. It's available at Caesars Palace, Paris, Planet Hollywood Resorts, all the good resorts in Las Vegas. Pets Day includes the amenities like food, the water dish, the sleeping mat, dog treats, and specialty room service. Gotta love that. It's pet-friendly. It's pet-focused. Details at Caesars.com slash Vegas. And speaking of horny, I'm telling you, ladies, this... <laughs> This weekend, you can check out Luis Miguel. Luis Miguel. I wish I had a romantic name like that, like Antonio Banderas. Luis Miguel is uh, playing at the Coliseum at Caesar's Palace. What? You- I'm listening. Oh, you you got my attention. <laughs> go ahead. Go on. Don't He's stop a now. Latin lover singing the Latin music for you. Prices start at 95 bucks to get you in. He's playing through the 15th, so bring your dog on out to Las Vegas. Put him in the room with the room service and go check out Luis Miguel. Maybe your dog can sit. Maybe he can roll over. Maybe he can even play dead. But when you tell him to stay, he's never done it like this. 
Caesars Palace, Paris, and Planet Hollywood Resorts in Las Vegas proudly announce pet-friendly accommodations. Our new pet stay program includes in-room accommodations for up to two dogs, food and water dishes, sleeping mat, dog treats, specialty room service menus, and more. Book your stay at Caesars.com slash Vegas or call 800-427-7247. This is Judy from Animal Radio. For months now, I've been telling you about the Stella and Chewy's dog food. Now I want to tell you about their cat food made with 100 percent raw meat and just like all Stella and Chewy's products these dinners are made without grains fillers artificial preservatives colorings sugar or salt they come in four flavors chick chick chicken super beef delicious charming chicken and beef and yummy licking salmon and chicken visit their website at Stella and Chewy's.com that's Chewy's C-H-E-W-Y-S.com this is a referral service calls will be routed to an independent referral insurance agency Do you know the number one cause of bankruptcy? No, it's not losing your job or running up credit card debt. It's not even divorce. It's medical costs. If you and your family don't have health insurance, just one serious illness or accident could be financially devastating. But now there's good news, really good news. A health insurance hotline has been established to provide health insurance for all Americans, even uninsured Americans with pre-existing conditions. Now anyone can get health insurance even if you have a pre-existing medical condition. I repeat, now anyone can get health insurance coverage. Call now for a free no-obligation quote on affordable health plans available to you. Again, this is a free hotline for anyone, even if you have pre-existing conditions. Protect you and your family from sudden unexpected medical costs. Call the free health insurance hotline right now at 1-800-838-5562. That's 1-800-838-5562. Call 1-800-838-5562. This is an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by the Scoop-Free Self-Cleaning Litter Box. Never see, touch, or smell messy waste again. I'm Stacy Cohen for Animal Radio. All right, this next story might make you... Eh, a little sick to your stomach. An East Texas meat manufacturing company will pay the U.S. Treasury about $400,000 because they mislabeled pet food that just so happened was eaten by prisoners. John Sewell's Foods had some problems with some beef trimming, so the manufacturer sold them to a meat broker, but they didn't change the label on it to pet food. Who said that prison food wasn't good? That raw meat was sold to the Federal Bureau of Prisons in late 2006, early 2007. No prisoners got sick eating the beef, but it did kick off a three-year investigation. Now, due to the settlement, the company didn't face criminal charges. John Sewell's Foods Incorporation is the leading fajita processing and marketing company in the U.S. That's the Jonas Brothers and Feeling Alive. Now, before babies comes puppies for Kevin Jonas and his wife, Danielle, the couple whose new reality shows now on Sundays on E! told People Magazine they've got their hands full with their two dogs. One's a Morky named Riley and a Maltese named Macy. Danielle says the puppies are waking up every hour. They make messes all over the house and that they're getting them ready for kids. Jonas adds that the couple's also getting a feel for their future parenting styles, saying Danny's going to be the easy one. I'm going to have to be the disciplinarian. Their reality show, Married to Jonas, airs Sundays at 10, 9 central on E. Kevin Jonas recently revealed that uh, he and his brothers are going to be reuniting as the Jonas Brothers. That makes sense. They're only going to do a one-night concert, though, in October. The event will take place October 11th 
at New York City's Radio City Music Hall. Well, it looks like the USDA is closing down a Central California slaughterhouse. Now, this move was made due to a video which showed cows being mistreated during their slaughtering process. The USDA says the Central Valley Meat Company was shut down just a couple weeks ago. Video of the facility was posted on the Internet by this group, Compassion Over Killing. The video shows cows that are flailing in a wild fashion. They were dragged by one leg on a conveyor belt on the way to being slaughtered. The farm's based about 30 miles south of Fresno, and according to the activist group, it supplies meat to the National School Lunch Program. I'm Stacy Cohen. Get more animal breaking news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by the Scoop-Free Self-Cleaning Litter Box. Just replace a disposable litter tray once every few weeks and never handle messy waste again. Learn more at ScoopFree.com. Do you enjoy cleaning your cat's litter box? (laughs) I didn't think so. ScoopFree is the litter box that cleans itself so you don't have to. ScoopFree automatically rakes waste away, but unlike other systems, you can leave ScoopFree alone for weeks at a time without handling waste or refilling litter. All you do is replace a disposable litter tray, and you'll never see, smell, or touch messy waste again. Learn more about the number one rated automatic litter box at ScoopFree.com. Hey, what's up? I'm Bella Florence. We all know the first day of school after summer vacation is tough. Now imagine being the only one in class without a pencil or a notebook. But you can do something about it. This summer, join DoSomething.org and Staples for Students to help teens start the year off right. Drop off school supplies at Staples stores nationwide through September 15th. Text supplies to 38383 to find your nearest location. Get started today at StaplesForStudents.org. I lost weight with the Amberin program. I lost a ton of weight with the Amberin program. Thousands of women over 40 who used to struggle with weight gain are having incredible success with the Amberin program. That's because Amberin balances your hormones naturally, making losing weight surprisingly easy. Plus, Amberin eliminates other symptoms of unbalanced hormones, like hot flashes, irritability, and sleeplessness. Call in the next 15 minutes to receive a risk-free trial with a 30-day supply free. Call 1-800-830-7680. That's 1-800-830-7680. Musicians, now for Monday, save big at Guitar Center's Labor Day Savings Events. Deals 60, 70, over 80% off retail. Massive savings throughout the store. Like Ibanez Acoustics or Epiphone Electrics, your choice, 89 bucks. Guitar wall hangers or stands, two for 10 bucks. AKG vocal mics, just 19 bucks. Plus additional markdowns on hundreds of items, from floor models to open box, ding and dents to closeouts. It's all price to move. Guitar Center's Labor Day Weekend Savings Events, now through Monday. Don't miss it. It's Animal Radio. Not to be confused with Turtle Talk. 1-866-405-8405. And if you've been following the news closely, you might have seen... In the last, oh, I guess it was a little over a month ago, Lennox, a uh, a dog that I believe resembled a pit bull. I'm not sure if it actually was a pit bull. They were stating he was not, but he physically, I guess, looked, looked like, like one. This is over in the yeah. UK. Uh, I believe they ended up putting him to sleep because it is illegal to have that breed there. And in fact, that's one of those, uh, what do they call that, breed-specific legislation. We have that here in the United States, by the way. You go to Denver, oh, yeah. you can't have a pit bull in Denver. That well, is, this yeah. is what bothers me about that. 
what is a pit bull? Because it's not even a breed. I know. It's a slang term. It's a slang yeah. term. And I fought an insurance company for a client once and won over that because they said that the dog was a pit bull. And that's, you know, what's a pit bull? You explain it to me. What, what, do you, what do you consider a pit bull? And they could not answer the question. Well, the fact of the matter is, I mean, it really doesn't even matter if it's a pit bull. There are some uh, small dogs like dachshunds that are just as angry and can Vicious. do as much damage as uh, a pit bull. <sighs> and the reason the pit bulls get the attention is because they usually can do a lot of damage. The media, I'll tell you, the media sucks. Sometimes I'm ashamed to be a it part does. of the media. Yeah, you know what sucks, too? You know, a movie will come out, and it'll feature a Rottweiler or some really, really big dog, and, and the dog is cute in the movie, and then everybody runs out to buy one. And what happens is you get people that don't know what they're doing, and they mess the dog up, and then you have a lot of instances happen, and that That's dog right. gets labeled. Do you remember that several right. years ago when 101 Dalmatians came out, and everybody went and bought Dalmatian puppies? Oh, I remember that. That's the yeah. voice of Tammy. Yeah. Crew and she's yes. joining us. You are Hello. with a group called <laughs> Lennox's Law. And, and dachshunds, dachshunds to me are just as vicious as pits because they were bred to go in holes after badgers. That's what I'm saying. They bite more people than any other breed. Yes, they do. Well, now and tell us a little bit about Lennox's Law. I mean, not the law. The, this is a group. Okay. We are a group. We have over 6,400 members. Wow. We came together through tears and heartbreak and disbelief worldwide over what happened to Lennox. And we strive to educate people to make harsher punishment on animal cruelty. We try to get dogs out of doggy jail. We have uh, access to legal counsel. We have access to other groups, and we're all working for the, the same thing to end BSL because it just doesn't work. BSL being breed-specific legislation. What went right. on in the U.K.? I mean, what went wrong there? <laughs> they lied, <laughs> yeah. basically. Yeah. Uh, they got the wrong dog, and we believe that in their custody, something happened to the dog, and they had a big stinky cover-up over it. Correct me if I'm wrong. Wasn't this dog quarantined for one to two, two years? Two years. Two years in their custody. Right. Oh, and so you're saying there was a health problem, a health issue? They it wasn't. Well, they just quarantined him. I mean, to keep him away from other people from the because public? they deemed him dangerous. But he was put yeah, to they, sleep. They, they he was euthanized. Is that correct? Well, that's what they say. I mean. They know what happened, and through some research and stuff, we honestly believe that the dog possibly died before then. Hmm. How the old? only ones that actually know are those people and the dog, and the dog can't speak for himself now. How old was Lennox? Lennox was just a few years old. I'm not exactly sure how old he was, but he was a special needs dog to a, a little girl. Wow. I mean... They didn't even give back the collar or anything, so that kind of throws up a red flag that something was horribly not right. Well, now, what's, what's the deal? The laws there in the entire country there are that no, they're... just Northern Ireland. Northern Ireland. Right. It's not the whole place. Uh -huh. It's just Northern Ireland. And if your dog has certain size head or a certain body mass or certain whatever, then they deem it a pit bull and... No, you can't have it. Well, let's talk a little bit about what's happening here in the United States. I know Denver is one of the uh, locations that you can't have a pit bull. Do you know of any other states? Maryland just popped up with a deal in, I think it's Armistand County in Maryland. It hasn't gone into effect yet, and they're fighting it. But it just popped up that they're banning pit bulls and pit bull mixes there. Why is it they're so breed specific on this? 
they think that it's the dog causing the problems, and it's not the dog. It's irresponsible no. ownership. Yes. They need to it's ban the pet been. owners. They need to ban people who are bad pet owners. And I think not, they need to ban breeds. humans, if you want my honest opinion. There you go. Well, oh, boy, we're banning humans. <laughs> you know, it's funny, though. In, in, in this country, in the world, you know, you can basically you got to have a fishing license, but any maniac can buy a dog or have a child. Right. <laughs> and there's a lot of people that need to be spayed and neutered. I really believe that. I think so, too. But let's, let's be serious yeah. now. There's, let's get back to the subject <laughs> uh, because this is alarming that you know i've always thought and i think people will agree that uh, guns don't kill people people kill people and i think well, it's the same situation with guns yes. kill people how would anybody ever get out of a gun show alive that's what i'm mm-hmm. saying <laughs> it just doesn't make sense and to make a breed extinct is not going to cause the problem you're still going to have the problem it's just going to be another dog and it's That's still going right. to be people abusing and neglect. And if you can't afford to have a dog, don't get one. Well, it seems like we go through these cycles. This decade, it seems to be the pit bull. Last decade, yeah. what was the German Shepherd? German Shepherds, it's been Rottweilers, it's Dobermans. been Dobermans. Dobermans. Yes. Yeah. So and we still can't ban stupid people, so go No, we can't. But I understand you're trying with your organization. What is it? How are you trying to uh, proliferate the message? Post and cross-post, we make petitions. We sign petitions, we send emails, we make phone calls to representatives. I mean, we do everything that we can think of in a positive manner to get the word out that what you're doing is not right and it's not going to solve anything. Get canine good citizen, get whatever you can for positive for the breed. And maybe, just maybe, you know, there's a slim chance that we can make a difference. Are there any other single particular dog cases that you're working on? Oh, there's, there's an ongoing list. I mean, I believe Diesel got out of, of doggy jail, uh, but there's still Izzy and there's Kane, and it goes on and on, and every day it's added to the list. I mean, there's been service dogs taken because the dog was protecting its owner, and a drunk stumbled yeah, that's, into yeah, the dog, yeah. the dog you know, nipped him. Well, the, the dog's doing his job, but yet the dog's going to be right. punished. How do you become a member? Basically, go to our our. Facebook page and send us a little message and we'll we'll add you and then we'll ask you what do you do how can you help and we kind of go from there because I believe everybody can do something we have 6,400 members everybody can give something some people can give money some people can give time some people have special resources access to legal counsel access to whatever everybody can help to make this better can I just say, you know, to make this really powerful, you need to find a dog or two to put a face on it. You know, that you can bring around two pit bulls that just love people, that you can bring to the legislatures, that you can bring around kids. Bring that, to the media. I, you know? I mean, I have one that he goes in a big truck across country with my husband promoting positive pit bull awareness. And, yes, yeah, some people are going to, you know, go to the other side of the, the four-lane divided highway to get away from him. But some people are going to ask, what is that? And you say pit bull, and they're like... Oh, wow. Well, he's so pretty. He's so friendly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you can change one mind, and then that person tells a friend, and it just kind of goes on from there. Okay. The website is Lennox's Law, or I guess that would, it's spelled like Lennox Law. Right. Uh, which is a new feature over at Kentucky Fried Chicken. The LennoxLaw.com. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll link to it from AnimalRadio.com. There's also a petition going around on the petition site. Is that correct? I believe so. Uh, we appreciate you taking time with us today. I know that uh, before we go, animal communicator Joy Turner is uh, waving up and down through Skype. What, what's going on, Joy? Lennox does say that he was gone before all of the big, big hoopla started. And he would be so incredibly honored to be able to help the other dogs 
that were like him because he thinks he was a really good boy and he thinks it's just a crime. And he really wants to remind people that dogs are the embodiment of unconditional love. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're brand new to Animal Radio, I welcome you to the best dream team in the industry, starring Godfather, Dogfather, Joey Volani, brought to you by Stellan Chewy's Natural Goodness for Dogs, made with raw USDA-inspected meat. It's raised naturally, no added hormones or antibiotics, and the official food of Ladybug, the studio stunt dog, my friend. Visit them at StellaAndChewies.com, and we all bow for Dogfather, starring. Joey Volani. Yeah, that, that means that means he's going to be asking me a favor, for a favor, <laughs> um, a little bit later. Borrow a few bucks, buddy. Um, yeah. Anyway, I'm finding out that the people who email me every week all have better questions, and I think I'm just going to start picking just one question every week, and I'm going to answer. And this week, I got something from Frank Miller, and he says he has a smelly bird, and I told him, you know what, he might have to go to the doctor to, to figure it out. One out, but um, <laughs> anyway, um, well, nobody found that funny. See, I was I, I was amused by it. Anyway, I don't um, want to encourage you. It, it's funny because um, I I washed I washed my bird um today too. And as a matter of fact, I I think I texted you a picture before I came to the studio. And um, it's 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 actually an easy an easy task because there's two ways. If you got a bird that bites or a bird that doesn't bite. Now it's always easy if you got a bird that doesn't bite. But I'm gonna say a good seventy five percent of the birds that if they don't like what you're doing to them are gonna bite you. So. We're going to take that 30% first. And the first thing you're going to do, it's almost like it's like bathing a cat the way I would do it, is get yourself a nice pail and put warm water in it. Warm water where it's lukewarm, where it would be comfortable if you were taking a bath. In that pail, which is approximately, I think it's two and a half gallons of water, fill it up as high as you possibly can, that if the bird does stand, is able to stand up in it and um, stick his head out. And you're going to add two tablespoons of baking soda. Okay, now what the baking soda is going to do, it's going to neutralize any smells or odors that the bird may have. Because a lot of, but you know what, how birds do stink at times because they don't. Do they really? Well, yeah, they can because a lot of people don't know that they need to be bathed and they need to be sprayed down. They need to be wet to clean themselves. So people just think, you know, bird is not good. But they, yeah, it's like anything else. If they're not clean, they're going to they're gonna have a, and it's a real, real gamey bird odor. It's not, yeah. it's not very nice. Hmm. So if you're bird likes it, you're going to just submerge the bird right in the bucket. Submerge the bird. Head out of the water. Okay. Submerge the bird. Just keep his head out of the water or her head out of the water. Keep her there about 30 seconds. You don't really? even have to rinse her off because we're not using any soap. We're not using anything that's going to hurt her or um, is, is, is going to you know damage the, the, the feathers or the skin at all. The baking soda is going to neutralize the odor. And then it's real healthy for the bird because now the bird's going to prune itself. Now, the one thing you don't want to do is now put it back in a cold room. You want to make sure the temperature of the room is 75 degrees or higher, okay, so because that that's, for, for, for most birds, that would be a comfortable temperature for them to dry off, and they're going to prune themselves, and, and it's it's a real healthy process. If your bird does, is not going to let you do that, and a lot of birds aren't, 
you're going to then get a small spray bottle. And if you use a quart-sized bottle, the same thing. You're going to put just just a pinch of baking soda. When I say a pinch, a quarter of a teaspoon. You're going to put it in there. You're going to add some water. And you're just going to spray your bird down, even while it's in the cage. They may not like it. They may scream. They may yell. But afterwards, they actually love it because it, it actually fluffs up the feathers. They clean themselves automatically. They prune themselves. They take the casing off the feathers. And it's real healthy. Do this. Your bird's not going to smell. Awesome. I, I like know. it. i got to tell my brother. I don't think he does that with his bird. He's no, got his some... bird stinks. I'll tell you that right yeah. now. Yeah. It's Animal Radio. Little Jimi Hendrix. He was a big animal lover. You knew that, right? Oh, he yeah, had a yeah. few cats. Yeah, I was going to say lots of and cats. And a turtle. I think he had a rogue turtle. Did he? Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of those going around. <laughs> this portion of Animal Radio is made possible by Lubricin. Don't let your pets suffer with joint discomfort. End their discomfort with Lubricin. It tastes great and animals love it. Visit them over at www.lubricin.com. That's L-U-B-R-I-S-Y-N.com. Listen up. Get 25% off your first order with the code ANIMAL. Radio, And we go to Darlene. Hi, Darlene. How are you? I have a three-year-old Pomeranian who constantly digs at his front paws. I mean, for hours on end. Okay. And um, is he bothering any other parts of his body or just on his feet? Just on his feet. I've changed his diet. Um, They put him on prednisone for a little while. It didn't seem to help. Mm -hmm. Um, I changed to the uh, natural balance food. It's just for hours on end. He keeps me up all through the night. He's just, he's miserable. Oh, okay. Now, does he have hair loss there or any kind of color change? Anything, nothing like that? Just He's just chewing away at those feet. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, I like some of the approaches that you started because when we see a doggy that is chewing their feet, uh, front feet, back feet, it, it tends to be a really um, a focus area where we can kind of call that a symptom of allergies. The, the tough thing is that there's a lot of things that can also look like allergies. For me, um, I always have to kind of take some samples, look at those feet area because it's very common in the feet. We can miss some other things that can go along with that. And it does bother me if the prednisone, a steroid, did not help with your pet comfort, we might be barking down the wrong tree, if you will. Um, so I want to make sure that we get some good um, eyeballs and uh, evaluation of those feet areas. Some things we look for will be mites, yeast infections, um, or bacterial infections in there. Now, um, so, so that's going to be... Two months ago, they treated them for a yeast infection, and that went away. And okay. the, the, the biting has not. Well, I mean, and that's that's definitely good. Um, but then that kind of bothers me because if his yeast has gone away and he's still showing those symptoms, um, you know, yeah. we may have some underlying allergies there. So some okay. some thoughts that I would kind of share with you as far as with diets and just simply changing the diet isn't always enough. What we oh. need to do is get very strict and go into more of a hypoallergenic diet. And there's some really good ones that your veterinarian can recommend. But even if you're not inclined to go that route we can do some home-cooked hypoallergenic diets. And um, I have some local dermatologists that work with us, and sometimes they'll put a pet on a sweet potato pin- pinto bean diet and just feed that and exclusively that. And if the symptoms go away, then we have a strong index of suspicion that we've got a food allergy. And then we can try to find something yeah. on it for a more long-term strategy. Um, but just changing to another brand isn't always the same because there's a lot of common ingredients in dog foods, whether they be proteins like chicken or beef, or there's 
something like a corn or a grain. Some things I would encourage you to see your veterinarian for would be if your pet's not already on an omega fatty acid supplement. I would do that, and that's an oral, um, usually a liquid or a gel cap. One other thing that can help pets with bad skin disease, whether it's allergies or chronic infections, is something, it's a type of a spot-on, and it's called a ceramide spot-on. And it's basically a product that you apply to the skin, and it helps to restore the normal fats or lipids that are in the skin. When you change your food to find out if it is an allergy, how long do you have to give that food? Just a couple days or a week? No, that's a good question, Judy. You have to do that for at least 6 to 12 weeks. So it isn't something that can you can tell right away. The other thing is while you're doing that, and if you're if you're doing a really strict hypoallergenic diet, you got to make sure there's no table food, there's no treats, and even flavored medications <clears throat> can interfere with that. So you can't do those kind of things, too. Wow. Good luck with that, Darlene. And if you need a follow-up, we can do it for you. one 405 8405 toll-free. I welcome to the show Dr. Stephen Alday, who works with Lubricin, and he is the founder of Lubricin. Hi, Doc. How are you doing? Good. How are you this afternoon? Very good. Your background is with horses. I understand that you, you spend a lot of time on the tracks and not betting, but helping the horses. Yes, I do. Uh, I'm actually at Saratoga right now. I've been working uh, the meet up there right now. Well, it breaks my little heart to see the uh, dog that was so young in my life, just uh, who used to run around all the time now having trouble getting upstairs or, or getting up on the couch. So I was delighted to see this. What what exactly is Lubricin? What is the formula? Uh, obviously, you can't tell me the what exactly is in it, but you can tell me what it does, right? Sure, I can tell you exactly what's in it. Actually, it's uh, hydrated, high molecular weight, uh, hyaluronin or hyaluronic acid, and which is essentially the major component in all of the fluid that's in between your end cap cartilages, like long bones, like say, for instance, in your knees and your wrists, uh, you know, and your hips, and, and this same thing in the, in the dogs and horses. And what this fluid does is the higher this quality of this fluid is maintained, the better the joints are and the healthier they are maintained. You see, it's a, it's a normal senility change or a normal degenerative change with age that you break down some of that cartilage and you get uh, a symptom known as osteoarthritis due to a degenerative joint disease. And with time, you do not produce as much of the hyaluronic acid. So what we have theorized was that if you replace the natural form, meaning the hydrated form that uh, is occurs in a joint at the same uh, type of, uh, you know, molecular weight, this sort of thing, essentially you would get uh, relief. And as it turned out, the oral uh, route of application or administration actually worked out quite well, and it's a lot more convenient. Now, would I take the same formula as my animal, or is it different formulas for people and animals? Well, it's a little different formula. We put a flavoring in the uh, in it for, for people because, you know, they tend to not like it so much. <laughs> but, but it's essentially the same thing. It's a hydrated high molecular weight. It's almost the same. Actually, it is the same molecule. And uh, dogs basically don't aren't quite as uh, picky about the flavor, but we just put it right on top of their food, and uh, we notice that if they get it once a day, it makes a huge, huge difference in their life because it's a natural way to improve the fluid in the joint. You get a good anti-inflammatory response, and you basically can uh, slow down the degenerative process once it's uh, 
you started. And the good part is, I mean, you know, it still helps resolve some of the symptoms of osteoarthritis, and it's a natural way to feed them every day. But the good part is that you don't have to, you're not just covering up symptoms the way anti-inflammatories are. And one of the big things that I notice in my practice is a lot of folks don't think of products like this until they get to the end stage. So, I mean, there's such a great benefit to put an aging pet on a product like this before they're incapacitated oh, yeah. and they can't get around. Excellent point. My boxers in particular, and I have a great Dane and a bird dog, all my dogs have been started on it when they were puppies, and the idea is to maintain them and improve their joints and maintain the caliber and quality of their joints throughout life as they age and go through the, the normal aging and senility change process. We appreciate all that you've done. I'm going to encourage listeners to check out lubricin.com. That's L-U-B-R-I-S-Y-N.com. If you head on over there and put the code Animal Radio in the promo box, you'll get 25% off your first order. Hey, it's Vinnie Penn coming back at you with another party animal segment. Animal radio, baby, because you're demanding it. Thanks for all of the emails I've been getting from people who are like, this should be a TV show. This should be Vinnie Penn's animal radio. All of you people out there saying that you want it extended to being a full half hour long and an hour. All right, nobody's emailed me in this regard. Uh, but you can email me at Vinny at AnimalRadio.com. Okay, this week's topic, very, uh, true story, true story, um, no exaggeration here. We've been having a problem in my neighborhood for the past couple of summers with, uh, we've been plagued by skunks. I've been having a real skunk problem. Uh, the stench could, ju- you know, from them just firing off their skunk lasers in the middle of the night could wake you from a sound sleep at three in the morning. I even set trap. I, I had to, I hate to do it. I, I you know, I didn't want anything destroyed. I, I, I I'll plead the fifth or, or just say it's naivete i don't know how this goes but i did have someone come out and set a trap for the skunk i mean i have two small children it was waking the stench was the stank was waking us up every night lo and behold one day a couple of weeks ago i hear kerplunk in the middle of the day in the pool in the backyard i look out the skunk has fallen in the pool in the middle of the day, which suggests rabies. Am I right? Is that urban myth? Is, is that a wives' tale? I heard of a skunk or a raccoon. If you see him in the middle of the day, chances are very good that they, these are nocturnal creatures to a degree, uh, so they could be rabid. I don't know if that's urban myth or not. But he felt falls in the pool. So I stand. I'm an animal lover. I stand there and I think this is it. I just gotta. This is how it's gonna have to end. I'm just gonna have to let him. You know, there was a trap in the yard. I'm just gonna have to let him go this way. But I couldn't take it. I couldn't take being in the house and there's an animal splishing and splashing around in my pool. So I went and I told my wife. I said, "We've finally resolved the skunk issue. It's in the pool right now." And she said, "What?" She looked at me kind of funny. I said, "I know. I hate that it has to wind up this way." But, uh, you know, it's finally going to solve the issue. The skunk has been, you know, terrorizing the neighborhood. So I just left the room, didn't think anything of it. All of a sudden, I heard the sliding glass door open and close. I look out the window, and my wife is out there with the pool skimmer. True story, hand to God. And fishes the big, fat, stinky skunk out of our pool. 
Now, there's a part of me that's livid because this issue for three summers is finally resolved and she's fishing it. So I'm thinking, I want to see that tail come up and this rabid skunk just blast her because then she'd have to take a bath in tomato juice, too, which would be kind of sexy, actually, to me. But I'm into some strange stuff. And Lil Build, I swear, it's like she, she dropped it off in the lawn. It's like the skunk was like Pepe Le Pew or something. It just looked at her and said, mm, thank you, ma chérie. And he just gave her a wink. I swear, I think I saw the skunk wink and took off. How would you feel? How would you feel if this skunk was plaguing your neighborhood, fell into a neighbor's pool, pool, the issue could have finally been resolved, and some little house on the prairie weaned housewife had to save it with the pool skimmer? You let me know. Vinny Penn, Party Animal on Animal Radio. Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals are people. Studies are showing that the common goldfish may be a lot smarter than we thought. Nine-year-old Kyle Pomerlow agrees. He won Albert Einstein the goldfish at a school fair and soon noticed that the fish would react to him whenever he came near the tank. Kyle and his dad decided they'd try to train the goldfish to do something. They first bought a finger soccer kit from a dollar store and rewarded Albert with food every time he swam near the net. As soon as Albert got the net trick, they added a ball. Soon Albert was trained to push the ball into the goal for a treat. The father and son training team have heard from so many people eager to learn how to train their own fish, they've now started selling fish training manuals from their fish school website. They say it takes about five or six training sessions a day for about three weeks to teach most goldfish how to swim through a hoop. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people to Animal Radio. Celebrating our connection with our pets, this is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. And welcome, my friend. Grab your pet, bring them around the radio. Actually, I have two shows going on. One that only humans can hear and one that just your dog can hear. And uh, Lady Bud, the studio stunt dog, is actually the host of that. If you notice your animals are acting real strange around animal radio, that's why. Dr. Debbie's answering your vet medical questions. Dog trainer Alan Cable with your most vexing dog issues. Dog father Joey Volani and animal communicator Joy Turner. That siren in the background, that's the uh, civil defense siren. Is that correct, Judy? Yes, it Should is. Should we be leaving the studio? <laughs> Have we been bombed? <laughs> tell everyone else to leave while we stay here. Okay, okay it's there, over. there you go. Phew. Uh, let's see. Your voice at animalradio.com is the email address, or you can catch us over at uh, Facebook at Animal Radio with your questions. We're all here. In fact, we have a bunch of questions today for uh, Alan from Facebook. I guess they don't want to talk to you in person. They're, I don't they're blame intimidated. them. I don't know. What'd you do? <laughs> it's just the way I look. Oh, Stacy. Like I look like a two by four. <laughs> Well, you know, Kevin Jonas has his own new reality show with his wife, and uh, they're getting ready for having kids. They're experimenting with puppies. That's how they're learning all about their parenting styles. I'll tell you more coming up on Animal Radio News. Oh, I think they need Jonas. to learn more about the birds and the bees. That's what I'm, I'm confused. Yes. Yeah, I was very confused by that. Yes. Uh, Joey, well, you're no, going to... good, because you just put your kids outside to go to the bathroom, you know, just... <laughs> And crate them at night. Yes, exactly. Perfect. That's how I would have kids. <laughs> well, I know how you are, Joy. You, you and me, we 
we don't like kids. The human I'm kind. Not ki- I'm not child friendly. I'm just uh, you know what? Don't don't take it the wrong way. I'm a good guy. I'm just not child friendly. You're I not child children. No, he doesn't I like know how to they, I don't even like it when they belong to someone else. You know what I'm saying? I just you know keep the kids away. I agree with you. You know, if you want to have children, have a dog instead. It's much more rewarding. Uh, Correct and cheaper. <laughs> Joey's parents rented his room out when he went away one day. <laughs> when he went to school, yeah, they moved and left long. no forwarding address. Aww. See how you are. That's sad. <laughs> Listen, That's I have sad. an Italian mother. I'm always welcome back. Okay. Oh yeah. Oh, are you kidding? You're so lucky. You're lucky to get out. Exactly. Oh, I mean, you go. You go for Sunday dinner every week. Yeah, she's eighty. I'm going yeah. tomorrow. We have soft shell crabs yeah. tomorrow. Ooh. Um, yeah, meatballs, macaroni, meatballs and soft shell. Crabs. Yeah, she's actually out here in um, California visiting. So, oh my gosh, she's working on the sauce right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm sure she is. I wish I knew who my mom was. <laughs> <laughs> Would you believe that this is our 666th, 666th show? It makes us sound old. It does make us sound old. And would you believe it is the first show in 30 weeks? That does not feature a celebrity guest. No one wanted to oh come on gosh. six no six. No one wanted to six. do that. No. Holy moly. Okay. Well, hopefully we'll have someone on six sixty seven. Hopefully, just around the corner there. Uh, Doctor Debbie, I understand. Well, this week we the, the big buzz has been about this rogue turtle. We've been talking about this a little earlier. What what's the deal? Yeah, so I was intrigued by the story. This is this is a story about Zeke, who is a box turtle, 31-year-old box turtle that was a beloved pet that went rogue and basically ran away from home with a little help from the household cat. Um, the kitty somehow left a door open. Oops, oops, turtle got lost. And um, got to wonder what that cat was thinking Yeah, there. I was but, wondering. Yeah. But yeah, so his family is searching for him. It's been several weeks, and they're searching high and low, trying to find this guy. Um, devoted a little pet, and uh, they're really looking all over, turning over every uh, stone and uh, grass, <laughs> blade of grass, as you How will. How far could he have gotten? Really, it's a turtle. turtle. Well, they don't move very fast, and they usually have a very close home environment. Um, but since he's been missing for so long, um, there's definitely concern. Now, you can identify turtles, and in fact, in the desert, um, here with desert tortoises, if we keep them, we actually you can put a phone number and epoxy it to their shell as an identification source, but somebody's got to find it, and that's the thing. So they're trying to get the word out for this guy. To, don't they burrow under the ground? They can, yeah. So they definitely can uh, seek um, into mud when it's really warm. Warm, so they'll do that to stay cool. And they these guys basically live under leaf cover. So, you know, they'll be kind of in the forest and oh. they'll find out little spots to hide. So it could be quite challenging to track down Mr. Zeke here. What's well, it use with- a different word besides rogue, though. It makes it sound like he's trying to take over the government. <laughs> he does. It really does. <laughs> well, the interesting thing is they've actually enlisted a reptile-sniffing dog to try to track Zeke down. Wow. Oh, that's smart. Just like the dogs that detect um, um, bed bugs. And there are animals that are trained to kind of detect uh, amphibians and uh, other reptiles. And uh, they kind of track down an area where Zeke may have been, but they can't quite find him. What city is this in? This is near Boston. Okay. 
So if you're in Boston, Maybe. keep your eyes out. Yes, yes, I'm sorry. What about foul play? Do they suspect the cat, cat. might be involved in yeah. foul play? <laughs> I think you got to wonder. If there's a kitty that's sliding a door open to get the other household pets out, there's, there's a story there. Mm. When you said you wanted to talk about the rogue turtle, I thought you were talking about this turtle that, uh, what was the deal? Someone uh, duct taped helium balloons to him. Yes, yeah, so he pushed balloons and let him go, and I guess he finally came down. The cat did it. Yeah, he finally came down in some trees. <laughs> so they, they rescued that turtle. They finally yes, got they that did. turtle back. Yes, the humane. I believe he's with the humane society. I'm, I don't know what city that was in. You know, I got a. I got. I had a. I just had a turtle encounter. Well, I shouldn't say just, and it was the most menacing thing that I've ever encountered in my life. It was in the road. grooming a turtle? Oh, in the road. No, 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 no. There was a turtle in the road. Oh, oh wow. And um, it, it was it was big. And we wanted to get him out of the road. So we get out and the thing was so menacing. It was trying to attack us. And as we turned, it would turn towards us. And it stunk like you couldn't imagine. So I went in the car to get a <laughs> two-by-four. I had one because I was trying to push it out of the road. And what it would do... It would pull its legs in on the side where you oh, put the two-by-four to put all its weight down, so you couldn't move them. And as we kept turning, it kept turning, trying to... Eventually, we got it off the road, and let me tell you something about a turtle when it gets on its back. <laughs> this wasn't defenseless at all. We would flip, it would flip itself right over, and it, I mean, it was, men, it was menacing more than any pit bull I've ever groomed. I like well, how you off the road. I like how you carry a two by four in your car. Yeah, that's, that's important. Listen, important it's just for repairs. That's well. Yeah, for repairing heads. Why didn't you groom it if it smelled? That's all I'm saying. So Let me why tell did you, this turtle thing cross was so the road? scary? <laughs> I, you know what? I don't know. I don't. But we tried to help it across the road, and <laughs> it was it was myself and a friend of mine, and it was one of the funniest things that ever happened because I could not believe that this thing was like attacking. It was taking bites out of the wood. It was it was unbelievable. This, this is a new spinoff show. Welcome to Turtle Talk with Joey. <laughs> Your question, please. How, how do we get on this topic? Seems to be a lot of turtle talk on today's Animal Radio. <laughs> uh, oh, Stacy, talk turtle to me. Looks like the pet population is starting to decrease, and you know why? Why? Baby boomers. Oh. I'll tell you more about that coming up. Let's hit the phones. 1-866-405-8405. <laughs> Hi, everybody. This is Frankie Avalon, and I love Animal Radio. Keep listening. Animal Radio is brought to you by Natural Balance Pet Food, the finest food you can buy for the health of your pet. No matter which line of Natural Balance Pet Food you choose, you know it will truly be the food for a lifetime. Visit www.naturalbalance.net to learn more. This is Victoria Stilwell from Animal Planet's It's Me or the Dog. Please join me in supporting the fourth annual Get Your Licks on Route 66 Pet Adoption Tour. The important month-long pet adoption tour starts October the 6th in Los Angeles and travels America's favorite highway to Chicago, stopping at shelters along the way to hold adoptions. Log on to getyourlicksonroute66.com and find out where the tour stops near you. You just might find your new forever friend. Have you given your dog the gift of time? 
As many as half of all dogs have their active lives cut short by arthritis. Give your dog the gift of a long, healthy, active life. Give your dog Lubricin. Lubricin's oral joint supplement acts as a natural lubricant, ending your pet's discomfort. Lubricin has a formula for you, your pets, and your horses. Tastes great, and animals love it. Visit them at www.lubricin.com. That's L-U-B-R-I-S-Y-N.com. Hi, I'm Dick Van Patten. And I'm Jimmy Van Patten. And we're here to talk to you about our new line of alpha grain-free dog and cat formulas. And we've been the leaders in grain-free nutrition with our LID formulas before grain-free became a trend. Our new grain-free alpha formulas combine multiple high-quality proteins at balanced levels with unique fruits and vegetables for vitamins and antioxidants. For more information on alpha and all of my dog and cat food formulas, visit naturalbalanceinc.com. Help prevent pests on your pet with monthly topical flea or tick treatments. Advantage 2 for cats or dogs kills through contact, so fleas don't have to bite to die. Canine Advantix 2, which is for dogs only, repels and kills ticks, fleas, and mosquitoes, repels biting flies, and kills lice. Advantage 2 and Canine Advantix 2 kill all flea life stages, including eggs and larvae. Advantage 2 and Canine Advantix 2 are recommended by veterinarians and are available at animal hospitals and pet special. Retailers. I lost weight with the Amberin program. I lost a ton of weight with the Amberin program. Thousands of women over 40 who used to struggle with weight gain are having incredible success with the Amberin program. That's because Amberin balances your hormones naturally, making losing weight surprisingly easy. Plus, Amberin eliminates other symptoms of unbalanced hormones like hot flashes, irritability, and sleeplessness. Call in the next 15 minutes to receive a risk-free trial with a 30-day supply free. Call 1-800-830-7680. That's 1-800-830-7680. You found us, Animal Radio, my friend. Show number 666. We are all very beastly here, so it works out just fine. <laughs> Seems like we'll be doing this for a while. No celebs on the show today. In just a few minutes, we'll be talking to a guy from Pacific Pet Transports. Pacific Pets Transports. He transports all kinds of weird animals. You just took that flight, and it seemed like there was a baboon sitting next to you. Could be. Could have been. <laughs> Could have been. And uh, we'll find out more with him in just a few minutes right here on Animal Radio. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Litter Robot. It automatically cleans the cat litter for you, and it reduces odor. And customers report it cuts their litter usage by half. Any way you can save money, I'm telling you, that's one way you can do it. You don't need any special supplies or plumbing, just your favorite clumping litter, and you'll never scoop dirty litter again. They know you love it so much, they offer a 90-day guarantee. It's available at LitterRobot.com. Animal Radio customers get a $15 discount with the code Animal Radio. That's all in lowercase, by the way. All one word, Animal Radio. That's when you check out at litter-robot.com. Let's uh, hit the phones with Cheryl. Hey, Cheryl, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good. What's going on in your world? Well, I have a five-year-old mixed-breed dog who's part shepherd, and she is having issues with bladder stones. About oh, four boy. months ago, we had one removed. And she has another. Okay. Did you have the stone analyzed? Do we know what it was made out of? No, we did not do that one. We will on this one. 
I still okay. have that stone, actually. Oh, well, excellent. You take that to your veterinarian and send that out. Um, the reason is because it's so important that we know what these stones are made of. Um, some stones we can prevent with diet. Um, some breeds are kind of predisposed to a certain variety of stones. There's calcium-based stone, phosphorus, silica, urate. Oh, my gosh, there's so many. In German shepherds, I would first think of a silica-based stone. It's it's one that this type of breed is just prone to. And so that's where that test is going to be so important to have that analyzed. If it is, um, it can be a very challenging stone to prevent, but some steps that we'll do are to move to diets that are very low in vegetable matter. Um, silica is very rich in things like uh, uh, different types of corn hulls, rice hulls, soybeans, anything basically that kind of grows out of the ground. Even potatoes can have silica. So for pets that have this particular type of stone, we'll go to more of a um, no-grain diet. Um, but the big thing is if anything is reoccurring, we got to make some steps and do some dietary changes to try to help out. And then the other things going along with that, any type of bladder stone, the ways we can help a pet to expel those crystals and the microscopic forms of those stones is to make sure they're producing lots and lots of urine. And the way we do that is we encourage them to drink, but you know, you can't always force it down. But we can add things like a little bit of salt to the food and that increases their thirst and that'll increase the, the urine output. The other thing would be just a simple way to do that is canned foods have a higher moisture content. So whatever diet your veterinarian says is going to be the appropriate one for your baby, um, the canned varieties are definitely going to be the better way to go to just try to create lots of urine. And that way, we help to kind of basically flush the system naturally and try to get those crystals out before they build up into a stone. Um, but there are, there's a lot of other things that we have to look at. So really the first thing I'd say is get that stone tested and then find out if we've got infection going on. Cause there's, um, some stones that will be triggered by, um, a low grade infection in the bladder. And we've just got to get more info to, to better tackle this for the future. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Well, good luck with that, Cheryl, and give your baby a pat on the head. This is Dr. Debbie. We're all here waiting for your calls on behavior, medical care, um, or just a, baloney with us. <laughs> Give us a call at one 405 Remember, you could email us your questions or send them to us via Facebook or give us a call toll-free, 1-866-405-8405. Uh, this one just came into your voice at AnimalRadio.com. For Alan, uh, Jim Thornton writes, long-time listener, first-time emailer. I have a three-year-old Min Pin, and my daughter just brought home a kitten. Rowdy, that's my dog, is stalking the kitty now. I'm afraid the kitten might become a Scooby snack. Any ideas? Well, my idea real real quick is to get a child gate and raise it about six, seven inches above the floor so that the kitten always has a place to go and escape to. And then just let the kitten be introduced to the dog slowly. If the dog can't be around the kitten, make sure the kitten has a lot of places that she can escape to. And also put the litter box where the kitten can go and, and undisturbed because if she's traumatized, she won't be able to go to the bathroom. So you got to introduce the dog to the kitten slowly. And, of course, you got to be a pack leader. You 
you got to be in control. And when the dog exhibits behavior that you don't like, that's aggressive towards the kitten, you have to reprimand them with a correction. And when the dog starts laying down and being mellow around the kitten, you reward the dog. So you teach the dog the behaviors you want by giving your dog affection. That's how you teach a dog what's right and appropriate and what you'll put up with as a pack leader. So just remember, get the child gate so the kitten has a place to go and bring the dog slowly around the cat. Maybe start about six, seven feet away. Just stand there. And over time, bring the dog closer and closer and closer until the dog is just mellow and desensitized and understands that the, the kitten is a, a member of the pack and, and uh, you know, subordinate, but still a member of the pack and is not going anywhere. Mm. That's, that's how I would do it. It takes time. It's always persistence, time, and you have to be patient to teach dogs anything. Nothing works overnight. You got to take your time. Mm, okay. Uh, hopefully, it'll be like the picture over at uh, Dr. Debbie's website you now of the dog and the kitten hanging out, cuddled up oh, isn't eventually. That adorable. That is so adorable. <laughs> Hi, Kathy. Hi. How are you? Oh, fine. Where are you calling from today? Um, Tennessee. Tennessee. What kind of weather are you having? You, you having bad weather now? Uh, well, um, not oh, not today, but yeah, a couple days ago, I lost power. Yeah. Um, but see, I'm getting married and I moved, I took my cat for the first time. She's six years old, so the first time out of her own environment and Aww. brought her over to my fiance's house. And she won't come out from under the bed. And, and does he have any pets at his place? No, not at all. So it's, it's a new house. It's only a couple years old, no pets previous. But, um, no, I don't know. I don't understand. Um, I don't know why she won't come out. She'll come out to eat, of course. And I keep moving her bowl, you know, water and food a little bit further out of the hallway, um, you know, so that she'll come out a little bit further. But, um, yeah, and, and kitties are, are definitely different than, than dogs when it comes to some of these, you know, new environments when we're changing their world. We're basically turning everything upside down. So what she's doing isn't unusual for many cats, especially those that are a little bit more um, introverted, a little bit more passive. Um, oh, yeah. They are actually... Cat. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Yeah. A cat like yeah. her needs to get comfortable in her immediate surroundings. So I wouldn't necessarily expand her world too fast. Um, yeah. We want to watch her behavior. If she's seeming calm and relaxed in that one room, then I'd kind of keep that one room her world until she seems more relaxed about getting around that. And then we start to you know offer her um, her resources at different locations. But it really it'll depend on cats. I've had one of my own cats move to a new, par- new apartment. And he was jumping all over the place, investigating. It was it was just like a free for all. And then the other one was kind of hiding in the back bathroom. So yeah, you, you have to kind of the bed. She feels safe. And but and I. I know her. I mean, even in my own house, I mean, you know, when I'm not here, she'll cry from across the house just to find me, and I'll say, Mommy's in the bathroom, and she'll come she'll yeah. find my voice. Yeah. Well, and then we need to use you and the food as that positive reward. So, you know, when we want to get her out and we want to get her more interactive and investigational in the area, you know, we have food, and we don't necessarily want to leave the food out. We want to bring it out to help get her more um, interactive. So you come into the room, you bring in that yummy canned food, you set it down, and you, you call your kitty out. And, you know, hopefully with time that relaxation will come out more. Um, but really, it's got to be a positive association. We want we don't want anything to frighten her, scary, try to control that environment as much as possible. And with time, um, she'll come around. Um, yeah, also, does. this is I'm always a big fan on things like those uh, kitty pheromones, the scent hormones, something like this, um, a situation where we just have some anxiety. We want to kind of help her through that. Um, I'm a big fan of getting the plug-ins or the spray um, pheromones that you can just kind of use to help relax her in a natural way um, oh. and then 
controlling that environment as much as possible. Pull out those favorite toys that she has uh, to make her um, a little bit more comfortable when you're around or when your fiance is around. The wand. She only has one favorite toy, but I forgot to bring because I was the power went out and I had to kind of rush. I had to bring all my freezer food over here because you know he had power. Listen, you know the main question I had. Um, we'd like to get another cat now. Okay. I, what I'd like to know is what more compatible, a, a male or female? Cats are very different than dogs, so some of the generalization we'll have with dog combinations are very different. Cats, there is no blanket answer for that, so we don't necessarily have a, a male-female combination we recommend, or even an age combination. For me, I match the personality, and what you're describing is a kitty who, if we get the wrong cat, we could have a very bad match. So, what I would suggest is we'd be looking for a kitty that's got somewhat a similar personality a little bit laid back. So getting a seven-week-old kitten that's high energy jumping all over the place may not be the best match, whether it's a male or a female. So we might look for a slightly older kitty. Um, you know, a young juvenile might be a good combination. And as long as the kitty's spayed or neutered, I'm fine male-female either which way. Her hiding is one way that she is demonstrating that she's not really happy with the situation yet. So we got to let her get to that happy point before we bring in another personality. There's no doubt that it's a great time to be alive. Our grandparents could only imagine smartphones, GPS tracking, robotic vacuums, and the litter robot. Yes, I said the litter robot, technology that automatically cleans the litter box for you. No more nasty litter boxes to stink up the house and always a clean, safe place for your kitties to do their business. It's so efficient and earth-friendly that you'll use half the litter, saving both time and money. And the litter robot doesn't need any special waste receptacles, chemicals, or plumbing. Just use your favorite clumping litter. This is how it works. Seven minutes after your cat uses the litter robot, the patented litter sifting system automatically empties the waste directly into a bag-lined waste drawer, leaving a clean bed of litter for the next use. We know you'll love it so much, we offer a 90-day guarantee. You're on the cutting edge of technology. So why are you still cleaning the litter box the old-fashioned way? Step up to the self-cleaning litter robot. Available online at litterrobot.com. That's litter-robot.com. What dog food is specifically designed to reduce the risk of cancer, settle digestive upsets, reduce scratching and shedding? Canine caviar. What dog food reduces red tear stains and hot spots? Canine caviar. What dog food has probiotics that reduce the chance of soft stools and have a higher calorie count for better nutrient absorption? Canine caviar. So what are you feeding your dog? If you didn't answer Canine Caviar, visit CanineCaviar.com today and get your pet started on a longer, healthier life. Suffering from allergy congestion? Allegra D decongests. Allegra D depressurizes so you can breathe. Allegra D, a fast, non-drowsy antihistamine, plus a powerful decongestant that gives you 24 hours of congestion-free breathing. It even reduces swelling that can cause congestion and pressure. Allegra D, defense against allergy congestion. Look for Allegra D at the pharmacy counter. Starts working in one hour, applies to first dose only. Use only as directed. Visit Allegra.com. This is an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Frolicat, the award-winning automatic pet toys that provide hours of fun for you and your pets. 
I'm Stacy Cohen for Animal Radio. Well, looks like baby boomers are giving up on pets. While we've heard a lot about people abandoning animals because they couldn't afford them any longer, it's more likely the decline in ownership is now due to people choosing not to bring a new pet into their household after the old pets have passed away. Steven Zykowski, he's a science advisor to the ASPCA, he said that the aging baby boomer population could be part of the reason why fewer pets are in homes. He said we do know the economy has played a role, but as baby boomers have aged, they've become non-pet owners. Even though, you know, there are a lot of studies out there that show how good pets are for older people, we don't see it happening. When the kids leave home, people tend not to have pets. He added that foreclosures have also played a big role in the decrease in pet ownership. When there are foreclosures and people move, sometimes the pets just can't go with them. And in many cases, people are forced to downsize to an apartment and they don't always allow pets. Also paying vet bills, that's a big part of the burden of owning a pet. And the cost of vet care is on the rise. A Maui pilot has pleaded guilty to loading deer onto helicopters and then flying them from Maui and the Big Island, offering a glimpse into an alleged scheme by hunters to move deer and sheep between the Hawaiian Islands so they can establish some new game populations for their sport. Neither Axis deer nor mouflon sheep, the specific animals involved, are native to Hawaii, and they don't have natural predators here. Their presence has damaged fragile native ecosystems and farms on the islands where they've become established. The alleged animal smugglers took Axis deer from Maui to the Big Island, and then they dropped them off so they could roam. Well, officials say they took Big Island sheep to a Maui hunting ranch, but apparently they didn't release them to the wild. Um, Axis deer are native to India, and they don't have natural predators in Hawaii. So guess what's happened? The population has exploded on the islands where they've become established. A Maui County survey estimated that the animals caused a million dollars in damage for farmers, ranchers, and resorts just in the past two years. Six Flags Great Adventure is going to stop letting park guests use their own vehicles for drive through tours of the animal sanctuary, the company said. 38 years after first giving visitors close-up views of giraffes, elephants, rhinos, and lions from their family cars. That's sad because it's always fun to go through those things. The amusement park company didn't give a reason for the change. It takes effect next, next year. The wild safari portion of the park also will end its 2012 season a month early on September 30th, except for previously scheduled VIP tours, according to park officials. I'm Stacy Cohen. Get more animal breaking news at animalradio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Frolicat, the award-winning automatic pet toys that exercise and entertain your pets. Learn more at Frolicat.com. Cats need to stimulate their curiosity, and Frolicat toys automatically entertain and exercise your pet. Turn on Frolicat Bolt or Frolicat Dart and watch your cat chase after randomly generated laser patterns. Or program Frolicat Twitch to turn on automatically so your cat can play while you are away. Frolicat's award-winning designs fit into your modern home and are fun for you and your pet. Buy them at your favorite store or learn more at Frolicat.com. What dog food is specifically designed to reduce the risk of cancer, settle digestive upsets, reduce scratching and shedding? Canine caviar. What dog food reduces red tear stains and hot spots? Canine caviar. What dog food has probiotics that reduce the chance of soft stools and have a higher calorie count for better nutrient absorption? Canine caviar. 
So what are you feeding your dog? If you didn't answer canine caviar, visit caninecaviar.com today and get your pet started on a longer, healthier life. When you're in the mood for the perfect cup of coffee or tea, look to the Bosch Tassimo Home Brewing System with unique barcode technology. Enjoy your homebrew in the peace of your kitchen, virtually silent thanks to Bosch dishwashers. Bosch has the quietest dishwasher line in North America, which is one of the many reasons that Bosch dishwashers are ranked number one and a best value by a leading consumer publication. And because it's a Bosch, you'll know you're getting the best. We've built versatility into everything we design. It's time to step up to Bosch. Visit a Best Buy store near you or go to bestbuy.com slash Bosch for special offers and product information. Bosch, invented for life. Bosch offers the quietest dishwashers in North America and no major brand offers a quieter model at any Bosch price point. June 2012, class defined by similarly priced and designed models of major brands based on a leading consumer publication June 2012. Tassimo is a registered trademark of Kraft Foods. She wants to ask about transporting her pet, her bird. Yeah, she's trying to find somebody to transport. I guess a large Put her on hold. bird. Put okay. her on hold because I think this next guest might be able to help us out. We welcome okay. to the airwaves James Nelligan. Is it Nelligan? Yes, it's Nelligan. I usually screw up names, so I'm really actually... Pat me on the back there, Julie. Very good Thank one. you very yeah. much. You did well. You did well. You have a uh, brand new program. It's a web-based TV program, a reality show called Pacific Pet Transport. Is that correct? No, that is my company, Pacific Pet Transport. My show is called Animal Movers. Animal Movers, okay. And so what do you the do? You tra- AnimalMovers.tv is An- our web-based show. Okay, based I'll... On- Pacific Pet Transport. Okay, well, tell us a little bit about Pacific Pet Transport, because i, I got to be honest with you. I've seen these companies come and go, uh, like Pet Airways. We thought that was going to be big, uh, went belly up. These are companies that are, uh, uh, they move your animals across the country. Now, you have, how long your, has your company been around? I've been in business almost 11 years now. Good. And uh, now we're a service that we work with the commercial airlines, you know, private charters, I mean, our, our clientele go from Hollywood A-listers to the corporate executive moving overseas to, you know, the family moving across country. Uh, say the majority of our business is international, um, but we do also do domestic moves. And uh, you name type of the breed, type of animal, we've done it. Now, you must have some unusual transports <laughs> to make a TV show, I imagine. Yes, uh, we've been, you know, there's been a lot of production companies that have followed us throughout the years. Uh, my One of my good friends is our producer, uh, and he actually coached my one son in football and was like, what do you do for a living? I'm like, I ship animals. And he's like, you know, I've been in Hollywood a long time. I'm like, can I, can I just film you guys and do a documentary? And then that turned into a web-based show because, uh, as, as I tell everyone, every day is a different day. You don't know what you're going to expect, what type of animal, and all the challenges that uh, that come across when uh, you do try to move, especially every country has a different requirement. Well, tell us so, some of the strange stories. Well, let's see. I've, I've moved a... Uh, I've moved a farm where you had horses, goats, pigs, wow. and then the dogs, chickens. Um, the rarest animal I've moved is, is a Sumatran rhino from the LA Zoo back to Indonesia to uh, preserve, so they could, uh, you know, choose, so he could procreate with other uh, wow. Sumatran rhinos. And uh, the good news is, is he's uh, so, so far so good. I think, uh, I think uh, a female is pregnant, which is great because I think there's only about 200 or 300 left in the world. That's good, but how do you um, how do you move one of those? I mean, you can't dangerous just dangerous move I've ever done is uh, monocle. Cobras. 
for uh, Jewel Sylvester. You probably have seen him on uh, the Tonight Show or you know with Jay Leno. He uh, I ship he's on snakes on the plane, so I've shipped his poisonous snakes. Uh, his, actually, one of them was uh, some cobras for the, uh, the scene in Casino Royale where you see those cobras. So we we moved those, but a lot of animals that are in movies uh, that you see, we've moved them. Baboons for Rock of Ages, for example. Uh, the new Smurfs 2 coming out. We just shipped uh, the mallard ducks and the cats for that. A lot of animal, like a lot of commercials for like Purina, yeah. things like that. So uh, it's, uh, it's, it's never a dull moment for sure. Yeah, how do you move a rhino? You don't just book a flight on United, <laughs> I assume. It's, uh... No, actually, we used, um, you know, KLM. They have a, uh, they fly into <laughs> Jakarta, but uh, they have a combi, which is, uh, you know, half cargo, half 747. So, you know, you're sitting on that aircraft on the 747 and you get back to the galley, you know, the kitchen area. And then you see a door. Well, that door behind there could hold racehorses, and it could hold anything, you know, large oh. animals. And so it was a pretty large crate. You know, the crate must have weighed about 500 pounds, and the rhino itself weighed a couple hundred My pounds. And the amount of food that you have that the rhino will eat along the flight was incredible. I mean, he we had about two pounds worth of food, and he ate all of that throughout the wow. journey. So have you ever That's- lost anyone? Has anyone ever escaped? Yeah. Has anything gone uh, wrong? We've had a, I, maybe, we've, I, when I first started, we had one escape and knock on wood, luckily we found the cat, uh, but we're, and that was when I was first starting out and where airlines were not as strict on certain types of travel crates. It was an open top crate and, um, so the cat escaped and luckily they, they found the cat and, uh, it, 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 it was a big time executive and luckily she was cool and, uh, I was able to get her two first class tickets, uh, with the airline because of that and uh it wasn't actually our fault it was the airline that uh you know misplaced wanted to check out the cat and we said don't do that but the long story short is that we we you know make sure that there's certain travel crates that we use to ensure that there's no escapes but uh we've not had any mortalities um we've weathered the storm with uh you know the pet airways that are trying to attract these pet only airlines um but again you know we're we're consultants for uh Lufthansa and klm and a lot of government agencies and uh you know hollywood especially the production companies when it's time to move animals what's the craziest uh, thing that hollywood has asked you to do well the hardest was those baboons for rocket ages because uh you know they think that they can just they can the, the baboons could fit you know uh, in the belly of the aircraft. Well, these baboons are pretty big, and you know they, certain aircraft have certain you know cargo door dimensions, and so it was a real challenge because uh, they told us one thing, and then when we got to the airport, the crates were about six inches taller, so we had to rearrange, had to get cargo moved off other flights, you know, and uh, it, it's just crazy. But uh, you know, I think the the most challenging are the A-listers that. You know, or the rock stars that we move that are going on tour and want their animals to be in, like, you know, all 17 different countries. And I have to explain to their managers that, you know, every country has a different requirement. Can you tell us who has what? What rock star has what animal? Or you got to keep that quiet? Well, no, actually, uh, I'm, I, I do a lot of work for Alanis Morissette. And she, uh, you know, we, we <laughs> moved her, her chihuahuas around uh, South America and Europe. Um, she's a really cool gal. I must say one of my favorite clients. Uh, another one of uh, one of my clients is Orlando Bloom. I shipped his dogs. Gosh, when he was doing the Pirates of the Caribbean, I shipped his dog into the Bahamas and then into Dominica, which was really a challenge because they usually don't allow um, dogs from the mainland America because of rabies. Um, but we were just because of who he was and who we were and the connections we had, we were able to do so. 
Wow. Kate Bosworth, another one. When she did Superman, we sent her dog down, Lila, down to uh, Sydney. And then there was 30 days quarantine, and so we had to explain to her that her dog will have to do the quarantine, but she was going to be there for almost a year. So it is what it is, but she ended up doing oh. so. But um, it, it's a real challenge. I'd say the hardest animal to move are birds are the hardest because of uh, disease and such. So a lot of permits that are required, especially due to um, being in a lot of birds are endangered species. So, so interesting. Uh, and, you know, due to the black market and such that, you know, we have to make sure that certain permits are in order. The United States is very strict. Birds that enter the United States have to do a mandatory 30-day quarantine. How, how did you get started in this? How did you even How did you even decide to do this for a living? Yeah, it was kind of like a, a chance thing. I was uh, shipping. I was in freight boarding, shipping uh, freight. I actually used to ship surfboards. I was in the surf industry for a long time since I live in L.A. I noticed one time I was at the airport and I saw these dogs. I grew up with animals. My mom's an artist. She did pet portraits. So I was always around animals, an animal lover. And I noticed that these poor dogs looked dehydrated and such. And I looked, and there was no water dishes in a crate. And I looked at who was actually shipping them. And they're no longer in business, of course. But I was like, you know, I could do this a lot better. And, uh, you know, and so I just left the general freight business and went into the specialized thing of animals and just really hustled hard. It was just me. I was a one-man show. I mean, I would take my child in and put him in a car seat so I'd go carpool lane to get from point A to point B quicker. And then... <laughs> Things just started building up, and the reputation started building up. And um, before you know it, I started hiring. I actually hired my friends because uh, since we're dealing with people's kids, I wanted to work with people that I could trust and who were also animal lovers. And it just yeah, there's no. And you know, it's 11 years later, here we are. You know, and now we got a web-based show, and we're moving. You know, we average about 10 to 15 shipments a day all over the world. What is the average nope. cost of shipping a dog across the country? Well, let's say, uh, let's say an 80, for example, an 80-pound Labrador from L.A. to New York will cost you about close to $1,000. Holy wow. moly. Okay. We are with James Nelligan. He is the owner of Pet Pacific Pet Transport. And in just a couple of seconds, can you stick around just for a couple of minutes here? We're going to take a quick break. We have a listener who wants to ask you a question. No problem. It's Animal Radio. Hi, this is Dean Coombs on Animal Radio. Please stay and neuter your pets. Radio. We are with James Nelligan. He is the owner of Pacific Pet Transports. as a brand new web-only TV show, AnimalMovers.tv. Hopefully it'll be on a TV set near you real soon. And I believe we have BJ. She just called in at 1-866-405-8405. She has a question for you there, James. Hi, how are you? Good, what's up? I'm calling, I'm calling because I have a blue and gold McCall, and yes. she's, 20 years old. she's 20 years old. He's 20 years old. And I'm leaving California, moving into St. Louis, and I've been having the hardest time of the flights and the money. The one I got for two thousand dollars, you have to have shots, uh, fire of going, and stuff like that. But I can only deal with like eight hundred dollars. Okay. Um, have you have you talked to the, the carriers yourself? Because when you're going state to state, you don't have the same requirements as international. Um, and you have a macaw, you said, correct? Yes. And it, macaws need to be, you know, in a larger crate. Like, usually when we ship macaws, mm -hmm. we ship them into, with large, extra large dog crates that you get, like, at Petco or Petmate, and you put right. a perch in it because that's, they need that space inside. And so 
the, the, the reason why it can be so expensive to ship macaws is because airlines charge dimensional weight, usually, the length times, width times height, okay? But the other thing is that there's certain airlines who only charge by weight. So, for example, you know, you can use United Airlines. United Airlines and Delta have a pet safe program that I would recommend that you could call them. Again, birds are very challenging, so a lot of times airlines don't really want to deal with moving them. Especially this time of year, it's very hot, and St. Louis is very hot this time of year. You know, I really recommend that uh, you wait until the fall or, you know, before it gets too cold to do that. But I would recommend, you know, calling. I would really, when it comes to birds, I would say on this one, I would say to United, because they adopted Continental's Pet Safe Program, which is excellent. Okay, so go with United and Delta. What was the last one you just said? So United or Delta would be the two the two airlines I would recommend going into St. Louis. Um, again, it, it, shipping animals is not cheap. It's it's a, it's, a, it's it's cheaper for a human to fly from LA to St. Louis than an animal, and I think that's where people, you know, get very concerned. But again, it's uh this is where airlines make their money too. They make money on cargo, and with live animals, it's a specialty product. So um, oh. again, you're going to be paying some money for that. But a thousand dollars sounds very steep. I would say Connell United would be probably around the airfare would be about three hundred fifty, maybe four hundred dollars at most. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Okay, exactly. make sure you get a health certificate from your veterinarian. That has to be within ten days of travel. Okay. Right. Okay. Thank you so much. You've given me some good information because I was concerned about the money. So I can I can get the money, and because they got to go home with me. Yeah. Well, yeah, you know, because, you know, birds, they're very loyal to their owners, so and they live a long time. So, you know, I, I again, I, I wouldn't want to see you get separated from your bird. I know. <laughs> I can't. Thank okay. you so much. You got me. You're welcome. I really know what direction to go to stay here in California. And they say, just because I'm a bird, I say, but you don't understand. <laughs> that bird's my bodyguard, my everything. <laughs> I hear you. We understand. Thanks for your call, BJ. And, uh, of course, James Nelligan, thanks for joining us today. Check out the website, animalmovers.tv, animalmovers.tv, and check out James' new program, his reality show. And uh, we hope to speak to you again. More Animal Radio on the way. Animal Radio is brought to you by... Help prevent pests on your pet with monthly topical flea or tick treatments. Advantage 2 for cats or dogs. Kills through contact, so fleas don't have to bite to die. Canine Advantix 2, which is for dogs only, repels and kills ticks, fleas, and mosquitoes. Repels biting flies and kills lice. I love coming by your office, Judy, because you always have these amazing little products, pet products. People just send this stuff to you? They do. They want me to test it out. They want me to talk about it. They want me to rate it. They never send it to me. What's the deal? Oh, no. So what are you testing this week? I have got the Too Hot for Spot thermometer. You've seen it. You've seen it on my car. Yes. It, it tells you if the car is too hot for spot? Yes. It's really cute. It's got all these graphics, and it's color-coded, so you can see where the thermometer is, and it'll tell you if it's too hot, and with the winter fast approaching, whether it's too cold in the car for your dog. And it's, that. you know, you've seen those little static cling decorations you can put up and stuff that says static cling, so it just static clings 
to your window. Heat stroke, it happens so easy and even it doesn't have to be all that hot. Just within 10 minutes, it really escalates. I know. You know, I, I have to say, I was imagining when you said it was a thermometer for spot, I, you know, thermometers around here <laughs> going one direction. So no. I'm relieved to hear this is for the car. No, and you know what? You, you know, you take your dog because you think you're only going to be gone for a few minutes, you know, a quick errand or you run into somebody or the line gets long and, you know, sometimes that dog's in the car a little bit longer than you expected and you really don't realize how hot or how cold that vehicle can get in just a few minutes. Is there a website? TooHotForSpot.com. Speaking of great items, in just a couple of weeks, we'll be broadcasting live from Super Zoo at Mandalay Bay in Las Vegas. We'll have all your new pet products, and we're actually giving away, as we do every year, these pet products that we'll be talking about, so you want to be around for that show. Hey, Bob. Hi. How are you doing today? I'm doing fine. What can we do for you? Oh my gosh! I have I have a black lab. I've had labs my whole life, and for as a, a, a birthday present, my wife gave me a black lab again, which I I swore I wasn't going to get another one because it hurt me so much when my last one passed away. But uh, mm-hmm. she's two years old. Her name's Haley, and uh, I don't know what she did, but she pulled uh, an ACL or it's a little rubber the 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 part that keeps her knee to her uh or her calf that okay, i think it, yeah. they said it was their acl or the little joint in between but they said it was any going to cost me anywhere from a thousand to three thousand dollars and I, it, it causes a huge dilemma because i'm uh, uh not only a truck driver but i'm a, a real estate owner and i have three homes two of them in las vegas and uh my renters weren't paying me so i'm mm. upside down i have my credit stinks now, and I want to get her fixed. And everybody that I've talked to, all these doctors, don't want to extend me any kind of credit. I have assets. I have cars. All my cars are paid for. My boat. If I have to, I'll give them my uh, pink slip, whatever it takes to get her fixed. She's like my uh, daughter. Aww. I mean, I'd do anything to get it done. But right now, I don't have $3,000, and I told them I'd give them 500 now and start paying them payments, and nobody will do it. Yeah. And that's where well, I'm at. My credit's in the tank. I just would like to find some doctor that has some sympathy for my dog. Because oh, when I get home at night, she just drags her. I can't even say it right now. She just drags up to me. Okay. Well, well, first we'll talk a little bit about cruciate ligament injuries and very common in large active dogs, but it can happen even in those little couch potato dogs that, you know, just jump off the couch and, and blow their knee out. The honest truth is that for big dogs, surgery is really the best way to go. And it's not necessarily a, an easy surgery. It's a, usually a specialty level surgery. So it, does take quite a bit and when listeners hear oh my god two thousand dollars three thousand dollars it seems like a lot but this is really a huge surgery and it it is the equivalent of um you know having your knee explored as a human small dogs we can get away with some you know medical management in many cases and and some other therapies outside of going to surgery but i'd have to you know support what you probably heard from the other vets that surgery is usually the best way to go the finances and the resources in getting that lined up. Uh, there are some different options in different areas, uh, things such as Care Credit, which is a credit service which um, allows uh, billing, um, and that might be something to look into, whether that's an well, option in I, the year. I have done that, and they because my credit, because of my, my homes right now, I've had to, to file Chapter 13, which I'm keeping mm-hmm. my homes, but it mm-hmm. put my credit in the tank. 
and uh, nobody wants to even look at me. They 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 called me back and said, "Sorry, we can't." That's not an option with my dog. I don't want to. Sure. You know, I don't want to put my dog to sleep at all. Let's talk about some of the alternatives with the cruciate disease, because you know we know surgery is definitely going to be the best way to go, and and yeah. nobody wants to see you put your dog down over this. But this is a, a very real problem that happens all over the place, and this is really the number one orthopedic injury that we see in dogs is cruciate ligament oh damage. So if we can't go towards surgery at this point, I'd want to make sure we're really looking at your baby's weight and make sure that Haley is a lean, mean wagon machine. Well, um, that's because the thing. she's she's not, and uh, we're we're, uh, okay. we're not giving her table scraps anymore. We would, you know, we had a bad habit of doing that. But it's also based on the size and the anatomy of a dog's knee, and then larger dogs we usually prefer the surgery where we put a type of a bone plate in there. I would at this point, I would really put our efforts and slimming down this baby. And many dogs, even with mild cruciate injuries, those that haven't quite gone completely torn, weight loss, pain management, and joint protectives such as glucosamine and the medication uh, that's given by injection called Adequan, those can be useful to help help control the pain, keep the pet moving, and then in the meantime, slim them down so that they're a better surgical candidate or to see if they respond well to medical therapy. I'm sorry that you feel that you know the veterinarians are unsympathetic, but this is a, a huge surgery. It really is a big thing, and there are things you can do now to make your pet more comfortable or to make her a better surgical candidate. So I would focus on those right now and try to empower yourself and get this girl slimmed down, and, and maybe we'll get her feeling a little bit better and so be, make it less be likely... Okay. So, so say I could start putting money in the bank like I'm paying somebody payment, but she'll be okay until that time. Uh, it depends upon the pet. Um, I will tell you that cruciate disease is a progressive disease. So it can start as just a simple tear in the ligament, goes to a full tear in the ligament. We can get later some other meniscus uh, injuries that occur, and then we can even get the second leg to blow out. So it can get worse. So I'm not saying that... Um, that's not a risk. Bob, we wish you the best of luck with that. Hold on for one second. I want to get some information from you. That's all we have time for today. Wow, it was jam-packed. Thanks for joining us. Don't forget to check out our Facebook page at Animal Radio or tweet us at Animal Radio and check out Dr. Debbie's book about Yorkies. Yorkshire Terriers, how to be your dog's best friend. By Dr. Debbie White. We'll catch you next week right here for more Animal Radio on these fine stations. Have a great week. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 This is Animal Radio Network. Network.